One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, Dame, you would have seen my first video going through all the potential guys that I think you should target across all of the prices. You are going to start with a number of guns in your team. And in this one, I'm going to be ranking the hookers, the halves, and the five eights there based on if I think they should be in your sides and the ranking uh, that you should be picking them for your round one team. So in the hooking position to kick things off, we have Harry Grant. So he's a 750K from last year. Had a pretty solid season at that at 73.5. To begin the last season, in the first six rounds, he averaged 76 5. So there's a little bit of, of value there to start. And we know that through the origin period and a little bit towards the end was a time where he his output started to drop down just a little bit, sort of in and around origin and, and behind that. So he's definitely one of those guys that is a clear best scorer in the position and there's no real other spot to, to rank him. I don't see any reason why he would drop down unless uh, there was some talk that he would lose minutes at the beginning of the season. So if he isn't to lose any minutes at the start of the season with a buy in round four, you will have to pair him with someone that will be playing in round four. Guys like Jaden Braley is a very simple one at that. Or you could obviously go one of the more expensive guys. I, I don't think that's the best option. I think it's more going to be you're picking one of these sort of top four guys, potentially the fifth, but um, we'll see in a second that I don't rate them as highly. So picking one of the four of these guys and then picking that mid-range option slash cheapy in Jaden Braley there in that one. So Harry Grant, clearly the best option for points. The next three guys, potentially a tiny bit more value than that of, of Harry Grant. And you are you're spending close to 100K less on them on these two in Jerry Marshall King and Cook. And Marshall King, you save 111K, which is pretty cool. And he had a nice 69 average until he hurt his shoulder, unfortunately, last year. And that did involve a lot of tri-assists in there from dummy half, and, and it you know, really helps when the Dolphins are playing well. I expect them to be about the same as last year or slightly better. So you can imagine that with him, with a, with a good shoulder, a little bit more opportunity to be there for the entirety of the season if things go well for him injury-wise. Uh, the year before that, for the Dogs, he played pretty well every game there. 
So I see him as potentially sort of anywhere between five and eight points of value, anywhere between that sort of 66 to sort of 70 there in, in points and has that buy in round three. So again, you're partnering him with someone that you could take a score from in that round three. Um, and that could be really, really cool for you in that one with his origin schedule, with him not playing origin there uh, and with their great, their ability to be playing in 13 and 16, I believe, for the Dolphins is going to be really, really cool getting that early buy out of the way. Someone that's going to be cool, really cool for the start of the season, in my opinion, is Damian Cook. So I have him in, in there as number three. Probably a little bit less potential for value just based on last year's. We know that Marshall King was sort of, he's coming into his own and playing better and better each and every season. Whereas Cook, we know what we're going to get from him. So he has definitely had seasons above the 65 average. But I think at this point, you're probably paying for what you get somewhere between that 65 to 70 and doesn't have any buys in that early stage of the season. Whereas then later on, you can make some some trades for a for a grant for a Marshall King if things aren't working out or uh, if you're wanting to transfer him over to the better buy schedule of, of Marshall King from Cook. So I definitely see him as a really solid player to start with uh, if you don't want to worry about that position and you're not too keen on, on taking Jaden Bradley's score. Let's say that. Number four on the list is Reese Robson. So much lower than last year, he averaged 64 in 2022. So nine points down on that. So really with Robson, if you are picking him up, you're banking on the Cowboys returning to their 2022 form. He doesn't have a buy either in the first 13 rounds, which is very, very cool. And he was one of the guys that's, uh, yeah, his try scoring rate is up around that 30% mark. And he only scored two tries, I believe, last year, which is uh, very low compared to where he has been in the past. So yeah, Robson, definitely an interesting one. If you want to take, shave off a couple hundred K, then uh, then he could be the play there as well. And the next four on the list for the hooking position in, in Blake Braley, Wade Egan, Abby Corusau, and Reed, Reed Marty there, they're all about a, a similar option for me. And I, I personally wouldn't be going for any of them before these top four options. And I don't think you're going to partner one of the top four options with one of these four there. Corusau misses round one. It's a little bit painful. I, I don't know if you really... We'd have to find out what happens with Braley. And if he's the guy that we want him to be with the minutes and we see cross them more through the middle and, and he sort of plays 65 to 70 there for Braley, then you could go for one of these cheaper guys. But until we find out, Coruscant missing round one hurts because you'd have to start with Braley. Marnie, we know he starts a lot better normally. If the dogs are pretty good, he'll get some try assists like Jerry Marshall King did last season. Blake Braley and uh, is a little bit more consistent than that of Wade Egan, who again gets some tries and gets some try assists to guys like Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, so, yeah, either of those two guys are all about the same. They're, they're those sort of low low 50s guys that miss a lot of tackles that uh, have con- some concussion risk in Egan and, and Marnie um, and just won't be in that top tier. They might have stretches of it, but not excited for long-term play. Moves to Nico Hines in the half position. And at 970K, the average was 95 last year. And uh, Cleary is very, very similar to that, apart from his lower score. We got 30, I believe, or close to it um, when he did his hamstring. So... These two guys, great selections up top. The big thing that separates Hines and Cleary for me, obviously the price, you have to pay that little bit extra, but I'm willing to pay that just for my captain, personally. There's a chance where I start with Hines and Cleary, and then you could decide you know, week to week on captaining, but I believe the Sharks have a greater starting draw than that of the Panthers. The Panthers have you know, their game over in... Uh, in, in England that they have to play. So prefer to travel at that, which the which the Heinz, which the Sharks don't have to do. They, they do have to go to Warriors um, in New Zealand for, for round one. But uh, other than that, I really do think that uh, Heinz is going to be the captaincy play. 
even if you ta- even if you say that Cleary is the better captaincy play in round one, I think Hines will be for the next bunch of rounds against some lower sides there. I really feel like the Sharks were pretty clunky last year. There were a lot of games where he should have got well into the hundreds, and he picked up sort of a sixty or seventy and, and like played okay, but uh, not to the heights that we that we are to to expect from from the Sharks and and from him this day this day and age. So I feel there's a little bit of room for improvement. And I think the clear will average the same as Hines, but probably just a little bit lower at the start, and he'll build into that year for sure. Buying round five for, for Hines, buying round six for Cleary. So there's a world where you could start with Hines. When he has their buy in round five, you, you bring Cleary into your squad and you captain him that week. So that's a, a potential option as well. Number three on the list is Mitchell Moses for me. A 695K, you know, pretty well 100K cheaper than that of Sean Johnson and, uh, and DCE there. He averaged 68 last year, and, and he has that real boom potential with the 300s in the middle of the year. Panthers round two is a little bit annoying when we're looking at him. The Eels should definitely be better, though, so I can see him having sort of five to ten points of upside with the Eels slightly improving uh, and taking out his um, injury-affected games as well. So something to think about with Moses that uh, I think that was the best year of his career, and I, and I think he'll only... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Keep that or potentially go a little bit better if the eels go well themselves. Johnson, a 793, a 77.7 average. It's, it's pretty high. It's obviously nine less than, or nine and a half less than uh, than that of, more I should say, than that of uh, Mitch Moses. And I just think it'd be more of the same for him this year as being the dominant half. The Warriors would be pretty good. Chance of probably five to 10 points of regression, just with how astronomical that year was. But really, for the most part, he should score pretty well still in that team. So it could be somewhere in the 70s. Not sure if it's going to be the low 70s or closer to his average right now. Daly Cherry Evans, a 782 at uh, 76.7 average. The end of season for him, I think, skews his average a bit, unfortunately, to the higher the side. Um, yeah, because it was much higher than, than that first half should be going going into this. You think of Cola, you think of Ola Kowatu. I just think all of these guys, they had that lovely run at the end, which I don't think will happen from the start. So Cherry, for me, is probably around that 71, 72 guy, if you take out that craziness in the last bunch of rounds. Uh, and that's about normally where he is from the beginning of season. So a little bit of regression to kick things off um, and will definitely be a guy we want in our sides at some point in the year, given how well he can score in stretches. Sammy Walker at number six. So I think he's a sort of five to ten points of value if the Roosters begin well. And that's sort of the, the big question mark, if, because they haven't begun well for a few years now, and, and hopefully he's fit firing and they're, they're trusting him in that seven role. Because if they if they don't, and if they don't play too well, I think he's going to be somewhere in that 50s and yeah, have his good game, have his, um, have his ups and downs, that's for sure. 
and uh, you know not score well in certain points when you could. Just make sure you go for a Cleary and a Hines and, and get really good scores from there. So it's a little bit uh, big if. That's what we'll say with Sammy. With Jerome Hughes, so a 722K, average is 70.8. He ended up doing really, really well. Um, he's a very volatile type of player. So I think waiting for the price drop and jump on through Origin for Hughesy there, given he, he started he had a couple of av- uh, decent games in there and then went really average for a good portion and really got hot through the middle and back end of the season. So he's, he might likely be a good purchase through that middle if there's an injury to Cleary, to Hines and the like there. Fadden Reynolds is 665.2, average of 65, uh, yeah, average 65.2, same as last year likely for him. I just don't see much increase. He was already in a team that did really well. He's getting that slight bit older. I just think more of the same for Reynolds there. The big question mark with the half position, guys, is do you go with Hines and Cleary? Do you partner Hines or Cleary with one of these other guys? Probably not. It could be a Moses, potentially, a 695. It's you know not too expensive. Or do you go for one of those two top guys and then uh, an Aiden Caesar, then yeah, a slightly cheaper guy in the mid and the cheapies, which we'll get into uh, a little bit later in the preseason there as we get through all these videos. So that's the half position. For the five eights there, we'll go through these players and then discuss the summary on them to finish things off. But Dylan Brown is 780K. 76.5 is the average. So he's clearly the best in the position. It's by 5.2 points on last year. The no origin, I just feel like he's a bit of a no-brainer starter with a cracker by schedule playing in uh, in 13 and 16, missing 10, 14? No, they're missing some funky ones in there. I'll have to check that one. I think I just uh, I think I just quoted the the Raiders schedule, potentially, or the or the Dragon schedule. One of the two. There's a few that are similar there with that um, you know playing 13, but they'll be good at that in that stretch anyway. Start beginning to learn all the, the buy schedules off by heart. It, it takes a little bit in the preseason, but we get there eventually. Cam Munster is 728.1K. The average is 71.3. It's his lowest in two years, so the 74 and the 81 in his previous two years. Potential for Bloor to be next to him. By the time this video comes out in a few days, he might uh, be lined up there and Olam might be at the Tigers. But uh, if Fliero's there, I think we avoid. If it's anyone who has a little bit more attacking flair, then, uh, then that could be a really good selection for your side is Cam Munster as a starter. We know what he's like, um, and that little bit cheaper than Brown if you want to have that bit of point of difference. Someone I think has a, is a great point of difference play, and that's Cody Walker. A 705K average of 69.1. So he averaged 87 between round four and round 14 with a host of really, really high scores, clearly. Uh, so enough said for him. He has the he has the opportunity to do really well. He's very volatile. He, he, you know, I got him for a couple of those good scores, closer to 14. He got picked for Origin. Once he played his Origin game, the Rabbitohs were not the same after that. So if the Bunnies have a really good season from the jump, he could be a guy that does get into back into the 70s and does really, really well. But the 69 was better than his year before. So there's a few things to think about, and I would say it's a bit of a risk for you. Tommy Dearden at number four, 592.2K, average of 58. He had a really big three games in round 16, 17, and 18 with 179 in his average there. So I think he has potential if Cowboys improve. It's a big if, though. And you take that 179 out, he's down into the low 50s, which is not great, really. So really, he has to go well. The Cowboys have to go well. There's a lot of ifs. And I'm personally not going to take a mid-range, mid-to-high-range risk on, on Tommy Didden. Matty Burton, very, very similar. The average is just half a point down. The price is 6K down. You need to see the improvement from Matty Burton, I think. So I think you need to watch a few games before you make this decision. So that's why he's the last on the list, but he could definitely come out and play well straight away 
if the Bulldogs play well straight away. He has good upside if they in if the dogs improve and have that good attacking side. Um, but you do have that attack on both sides, whether it's him and Sexton or whether it's him and Hacho, which I think hurts him a little. So if you're looking at that again in the five eighth position, I think you need to be selecting one of these top three, in my opinion, whether you want to go for the guy that has the highest percentage ownership in Brown or a Munster or Walker pod play. All three should go pretty well. I think you're taking too big of a risk. Could pay off, but again, it's probably like a 10, 15% chance of paying off. Could work uh, on, on Deed and Auburn. And you're pairing one of those guys with either Jaden Campbell, if you slot him in 5'8", if he gets the starting nod at fullback, he could be in your fullback position. Or you go to one of those cheaper guys. It could be uh, an Ethan Strange, if he's named there. It could be a K.O. Weeks. There's a, a few options there, obviously. Um, in that one, Alatu Fainu, if, if he gets to start, and you could use him to sort of loop in uh, loop in round one or a captaincy score, you know, a VC loop. So it's probably where you're at in the 5'8 position. It's always pretty hard, given you only have two slots, and someone with that dual position could be really cool as your secondary guy as well in the halves, in the in the 5 eight. Aiden Caesar switchable between the two. So it's a fun position. Um, that's all I got for you for this one. The next one will be the front row forwards and the two RFs. Uh, and then we'll finish off uh, with those last couple of positions in the center wing and the fullback slot. Thanks for being in here for this one. I hope that helped you with the rankings. That's how I'd rank them and that's how I'd select them personally. So at the moment, it's Brown in my side, uh, either Hines and Cleary or Hines and a cheaper guy. And then the hooker position, I am actually looking at Jeremy Marshall King at the moment, but uh, flicking between that and Harry Grant, depending on how much cash I have available. So um, just playing around with where I want to spend my money at the moment. So they're my top two. Damian Cook, fairly well in the race. I actually find the hooking position really, really tough between those four because they all have their own merits as to why they could be good with Cook, with Robson as two guys that can get you through to, to the buy period, close to it anyway. And the other two potentially uh, being the best scorer and then one with... Uh, some decent value and, and not going to play Origin. So it's really fun. It's interesting. Thanks for being here and we'll catch you in the next few. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.